Welcome to Foster Carolinas, connecting the Carolinas to voices of foster care. L-O-T, the place I want to be. Come and sit down, have a foster chat with me. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Kristen. We are going to finish up today with our last episode, um, but I really wanted to visit where you are now and what you're doing now, because I think it's significant that, um, I'm not going to tell people your age, but at, at this stage in your life, what have you done to give back to children in foster care? Well, um, well, thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Um, at 30, <laughs> Just go ahead and let it out there. Um, I started becoming a foster parent quite a while long ago. And to be honest, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I really wanted to make the system a better place. And I thought, well, I don't really know the other side of this. So I'm going to start fostering and be able to um, figure out what, what foster parents really think and what the system's really like. And what I found was just so much grace for foster parents. Um, as I became a foster parent and the kids in my home, I realized how little support they get, how sometimes the trauma-informed training isn't nearly enough to handle the day-to-day challenges of taking care of a child from a really hard place. And um, so I, I started doing that. And then I ended up um, having a child come through my home that the first two things that she said to me were, can we get horseback riding lessons and will you adopt me? And she was 16 and she had spent most of her life in foster care and heartbreaking story. And so now she is my daughter and she is a sophomore in college, which is funny and has a lot of hilariousness in it as well. Just being 10 years younger than me, but she's amazing. I'm so proud of her. And I feel like she's one of my biggest callings to just love her really well. Um, But I also, I decided to go back to grad school to be a, um, a therapist. And so I'm in the middle of that right now. And at the beginning of that, I did close my home and I decided that I was going to just do grad school really well and love my daughter. But then I started volunteering and working with a nonprofit in our area that works with young women who've aged out. And I realized that housing was such a huge gap in the services and housing that's supportive and safe and teaching because a lot of these young adults that have aged out, like they don't have the life skills, but they also don't have the ability to move forward and create a life that they're so worthy of. They just, they feel stuck. They feel like they're not really sure what's next for them. And the smallest little things can really set them off course. And so I didn't set out to do this, but I have invited in three young women in my home who have aged out of the foster care system. And even some have aged out of the extended foster care. And, you know, Chronologically, they're in their early 20s, but developmentally, they're still in their teens and they still need that support. And each one has very significant challenges that need to be overcome in deep, safe relationships. And you just can't get that being in your own apartment or, you know, in one case, going back and forth with pimps and with like really bad situations, you know. And so um, it's not been easy. It's really hard sometimes, but it's also a joy and I've had a really wonderful community that stepped up around me to make it possible. That's awesome. Yeah. So you just you. keep giving back. Maybe just saying yes, you know, like I don't intend to give back. It's just kind of like a Lord, what do you what do you have for me in the season? 
and please don't let me miss it. You know, like let me be able to say yes. And until like boundaries are a good thing. Like they are, there are some things that I have to say no to, but it's very clear as I'm following the piece, what I'm supposed to say yes and no to. And if I miss it, then I pray and ask them to bring it back and to slap me upside the face with it, you know, mm-hmm. so we don't miss out what God's going to do because he does truly sustain those that he calls and he equips. So, Well, thank you. I, I'm excited about kind of um, getting to know you more. Um, we invite you to the foster care symposium that we're having. And um, I just think it's important that we hear the voices of those that have gone before us. Mm-hmm. I think it's phenomenal that you became a foster parent because it's <laughs> so easy to judge a foster parent as a foster child. Right. But then when you the shoes on the other foot. It's like, wow, this is hard. Absolutely. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. And um, so kudos to you for, for mm-hmm. doing that. And um, excited for what the future holds, but you always have a home here as far as you can just drop in and oh, I love we'll, that. Uh, you can steal our food. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so good. Yeah. One more thing. I will just do a little shout out for um, the Hummingbird House. So um, you stayed at the Hummingbird House last I night. I did. Oh, my goodness. So um, one of the things that we've just done is we've created this this house where um, really the intent of the house is where um, social workers can go and take kids that are in foster care. Cause a lot of kids are staying at the office right now. Um, so they're sleeping on cots on the floor. They're oh, waking acceptable. up in a yeah. business type setting. It's just not, not really great. Um, it I mean, creates trauma. That's it creates trauma. Yeah, you're exactly right. And so we uh, have this house so that they, we don't create any more trauma. <laughs> um, there's an Xbox there. They can play. There's weighted blankets on the end of the beds. There's. Oh, that's what that was. Yes. I was like, this is the heaviest comforter I've ever experienced. It was so good. Oh my god. Weighted blanket. And yeah. so, um, but we just, we, we want to try and avoid trauma at any turn and, and give these kids exactly what they deserve because Absolutely. it's, it's hard to come back from the trauma and it, once the trauma has started. So we just do little things like the hummingbird house mm. um, to try and stop that. But yeah, it obviously doesn't look like an office. It truly just, you walk in and you not, feel like you're in this really well intentioned home and it's got a lot of really great, wonderful things that, just those little, little tiny things that just make you smile. And you're like, whoa, like someone really prepared for me to be here. You know, I did find the chocolates. So. Did you find the chocolates? I found the chocolates. Somebody prepared someone, for you to yes. be there. <laughs> <laughs> and you said that you got up at like four in the morning mm-hmm. and you were hungry and there yep. was food in the cabinets. It and was. Um, so it was. I was really thankful. And that's not typical for me, but sometimes when you're in a space that's not yours, you know, imagine a kid being waking up at four and not feeling good and wanting a snack. Like what are, what is even their capacity to ask for what they need or, but for it to be already like provided and to go ahead of you and say, man, it just meant so much. And it really spoke to my heart. So thank you so much for the opportunity. No problem. So do you have any big speaking plans in the future? Oh man, something coming up this weekend. Well, you do. By the time this plays, (laughs) that'll be like long gone. Never mind. That's okay. Um, Um, I am praying about a couple opportunities that have been later for me, but I'm not going to share two yet. So you're not going to share. Yeah, I can share yet. It's okay. Well, as long as you have bridge camp. Oh yeah. 2023 absolutely. on your calendar, absolutely. we've got you roped in for that. But, and you know, what's really cool is I'm going to be, um, I've been networking with some people and some nonprofits because 
while I love doing things like this, I always feel like I want my voice to make a difference. I don't want it to be a, a clashing symbol of here's what I'm angry about or here's, you know, I'll give me accolades. You know, mm-hmm. I really, truly want to have a message and be able to speak to the heart, not only of foster parents, but foster youth. And and so I've just been really thankful. And if you're out there and you want to network with me, I would love to and be able to um work with organizations like Leafs of these that really literally make a difference. So we will put that in the show notes. Can we put your um, Instagram or your social media there so they can follow along your story? And Absolutely. I'm sure you will be back again. So <laughs> thank you for spending the last couple of weeks with us and oh, last couple goodness. episodes. And yeah. um, well, one fun fact, I think um, one mm. person that we have in common that has done be the difference for us three times is okay. Matthew West. Oh my gosh. Yep. Okay. So you actually, uh, you know, Matthew, how do you I know do. Matthew? About 12 years ago, I was months away from aging out and I had done a lot of heart healing and I had really, you know, been saved since I was five. And, but I was looking at aging out as an opportunity to start fresh. And so Matthew had this thing where he, you just write your story And so thinking he would never read it, you know, it was just going to be lost in a pile of, you know, the 20,000 that he got. um, I just wrote about how I feel like my God's my father and that I have been adopted in and that aging out isn't like this end of my life where I've I've missed the chance to find forever family. Um, I'm going to go forward and make a life that I know is going to bless others and is going to bless him. Because at the end of my life, that's all that matters is like these next however long years I'm here, it's my only chance to sacrifice for him and to love him from a place of not living in perfect peace and healing. And I just I want to do that well. So anyway, I wrote my story to him and he picked it. And he actually the first time I'd ever heard my song was in a radio interview and I was like, you know what, Matthew, like, I just feel like this isn't the end. I feel like it's just the beginning. And he gasped and I was like, whoa, what's up? What's going on? And he's like, that's the first line of your song. He's like, holy smoke. So um, it's been a, it's been a dream, like being able to know him and his family and, and be able to share my story with others and um, be able He's like, I don't feel like God gave me the story so that I could make a difference or, you know, but he's given me opportunity to be a part of a very broken system and be able to shine his glory in it. And I feel like that's just an honor and I'll never take that for granted. That's so cool. Um, The first time he came right after that, he wrote a book called hello, my name is, Mm. and I did not run to the bookstore and buy the book because I'm not much of a reader. It was a good book. It was a good book. It It was a good book. And the book had been out probably four or five months and I got a message through Messenger mm-hmm. from some man in Kansas that said, I've been reading. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. my I've been reading Matthew West's what? newest book. And he talks about what you've done for children in foster oh care. And I want to do that here. I was like, you're going to have to send me a picture <laughs> of the page. I, I was like blown wow. away. And um, so I, when Matthew came back the next time, we just laughed about that. And Aww, he was like, well, you should have bought my book. If you'd bought my book and read my book, you'd have known you're in there. And I was like, you should ask people <laughs> uh, before you podcast put Podcast <laughs> and like uh, audiobook should have been a thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. that's kind of funny that when you told me about that, because I was like, good grief. We love Matthew West. He just gets who we are. Amazing. And he is so passionate He's about. He's such a preacher. He really oh is. Oh, my goodness. But also a comedian. Yes. Right? Yep. Like also a comedian. Yep. 
In fact, I listen to his podcast and I'm like, let's make our podcast more like his. Rolling. I know, right? He's hilarious. Well, definitely when he comes back, because he'll he'll be back for us. Um, We'll invite you and maybe. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. What a small world that we would, I would know your son and then have the song written about me. We still don't know each other. And then here we are sitting in front of like, is there not a God? That's like, so, I mean, oh, his yep. heart. God so knew Capo was coming. He's like, I'll, I'll let him meet at Capo. Oh, That'd be good. So good. Well, thank you, Kristen. I really appreciate it. And so we wish you the best. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for Foster Carolinas. Were you inspired by something you heard today? Well, we want to encourage you to make the next step, whatever that is. Everyone can do something for children in foster care. If you're not sure where to start, go to our website at www.lotcarolinas.com and see what you can do.